Hello, welcome to Startsick. I'm Martin Rogers here with Tony Travers to discuss the recent Oldham West Royton by-election. Welcome, Tony. Good afternoon. So, first of all, is this a great newsworthy event or business as usual? I think nothing's business as usual at the moment, particularly for the Labour Party. I mean, there's been an extraordinary week with the vote in the House of Commons on Syria, ending with the by-election, which, against the sort of created expectations, perhaps in the media, you know, which had the possibility that UKIP would do very well or even just win it at one point, Labour held on, increased their vote share. And I think that inevitably will be read by the leadership, Jeremy Corbyn uh, in particular, as being the best that could possibly have happened. What I think it probably tells us, though, is that as is often the case in by-elections, the the electorate locally decides, well, you know, let's do something a bit unusual here. And of course, unusual in this case is actually almost to replicate the result of the last time this seat, seat was fought at the general election. So it doesn't tell us they never do much about underlying politics, but there'll be a sigh of relief at uh, the top of the Labour Party. So have we seen with this, um, this split between the objective vote numbers which very, and demographic numbers which very heavily favour Labour, large majority, large South Asian Muslim population in the seat, around about 25% and a bit above, that's the sort of objective figures that Labour has backing it, whereas the sort of more subjective political expectations, which talked about the possibility of a UKIP victory. So have we seen a difference between those two? I mean, we'll never fully know exactly what the makeup was of the Labour vote here, but the fact that there's a substantial South Asian vote, a Muslim vote, uh, one, of the, one of the groups most likely, I suspect, to come out to respond to a, an imagined UKIP threat. I mean, that, that tells us something about this constituency and about the particular f- uh, struggle that was fought between uh, Labour and UKIP. I, I, I'm not sure that tells us anything you could read across to anywhere else. Um, but there are other places like this. But I think it, the, the generalisable message from this by-election, as from most by-elections, is limited, remembering that governments often lose by-elections in midterm and then win the, win the next general election. So I don't think this tells us anything really much about the Labour Party's future either. So how much of a blow is this then to UKIP, given that expectations were relatively high? I think for UKIP this is a bit of a blow. They only won one seat in the general election. This seemed a reasonable prospect for them, given they had a reasonable vote share in a number of wards in local elections and at the last general election, and that you know Labour nationally was in a mess. These were good conditions, and yet, lo and behold, they didn't win. And I think the longer UKIP goes on uh, not winning in seats like this, you know, the greater the risk to them is that the electorate begins to see them as incapable of winning. So, uh, you know, they, 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 it's a bad result, I think, for UKIP. So to just carry on with UKIP briefly, sometimes they've had the advantage of uh, the element of surprise, which, given the expectations, they haven't been able to rely on. Um, is the makeup of the seat one of the most significant factors that's limited their appeal or is this part of a a longer-term decline? Do they still remain a threat to Labour and especially in its heartlands? Uh, There's no question UKIP can still take large numbers of votes from Labour in some places, from Conservatives in others, and thus indirectly affect 
election results and indeed potentially general election results. So that can't be taken away from them. And I think when it comes to the local elections next year, it will be interesting to see if the kind of vote share that they received in, in the Oldham by-election translates through to winning some seats in a number of northern metropolitan areas off Labour, particularly where there's a significant relatively poor and white population. And so some of the outer cities in the north and even the Midlands, perhaps. I think that will be the real test as to how far they can continue to make progress. Do you think it's significant that UKIP's share of the vote increased in this by-election, even though the surge that was predicted to some extent didn't materialise? But just on the the vote share that has been made of Labour having increased its vote share... The UKIP also increased its vote share a little bit. Is this significant? I think the fact that UKIP was seen as the party of potential opposition to the big dominant Labour Party is interesting from their point of view, even though I think the overall result will be pretty disappointing. So, as I say, I think that if we look forward, getting a sort of vote share between 20 and 30% or anywhere near that, really, in a by-election is suggestive that when it comes to the local elections... Either they do make some further progress, particularly in urban seats in the north from Labour, or if they don't, then we know, or we will know when it comes to the locals next year, that they are going to find it really hard to make much further progress, even in local elections, even when conditions are going quite well for them. um, A lot of prominence has been given to Labour's candidate, winning candidate, Given that he was the been the head of the council, is this uh, raising the profile of local government or victory for local government as a route into national government? What local government issues are important here? Well, there's no no doubt that Jim McMahon was not only leader of Oldham Council, but actually widely seen as a good leader of a well-run council. So, in a sense, from the Labour Party nationally's point of view, I think uh, he's exactly the kind of candidate that moderate. Uh, non-Corbynite MPs would like to see joining their ranks. Um, And I think from local government's point of view, it does tell us something about the kind of people who are coming through or have been coming through local government as Labour leaders of councils, many of whom are uh, actually much more uh, to the centre, the mainstream of the Labour Party, than the uh, new leadership, and that's you know, going, to be re- going to have to be resolved at the local level, as it will with MPs in Parliament. So I think that you know, the arrival of Jim McMahon is classic, I and mean, it's classic Labour in some ways. Local government leader gets into Parliament, um, and the big test for Labour from now on is that, you know, to ensure that when other by-elections come along, if they do and when they do, that they get equally plausible local candidates of this kind. So finally, um, if Labour had performed poorly in this election, the pressure on Jeremy Corbyn would have been increased. So given the win and the comfortable majority, it's only fair to, to some extent, give him some credit in the same way that he would have been hammered if they'd lost. But what does this result tell us? Is it significant? Can we learn anything from it? Or will it just give him some much-needed breathing space at the moment? Well, there's no question that this uh, result will take some of the pressure off Jeremy Corbyn because, I mean, as you say, if he'd lost or just won, it would have emboldened and empowered those, including some in the shadow cabinet or those MPs in Parliament, to say, look, this can't go on, this is the kind of result we're getting. 
that can't be said now. So uh, those who uh, would like a new leader at some point in the near future within the Parliamentary Labour Party, for example, now have to wait a bit further uh, for some other evidence that this can't go on. Corbyn himself has said he will carry on, he's not going anywhere. And so the standoff between uh, the new Labour leadership, particularly the core of it, Jeremy Corbyn, John McDonnell and all of those around them, and the Parliamentary Labour Party lives to, uh, I almost said fight another day, survives to another day, another week, another month. Right. Thank you very much, Tony. Off that seat. Thank you.